Hey everyone, you're listening to God's Whole Story, a podcast of Worship Center. We know just how hard it is to read God's Word and understand it, so we decided to read the Bible chronologically this year and talk about it together. Thanks so much for joining us. Hey everyone, welcome to God's Whole Story. My name is Ryan. I'm here again today with Virgil. Hey guys. Uh, And man, if you're having a tough day today, maybe don't listen to this one. I don't know. (laughs) I mean, well, actually, it it could be encouraging. We can talk about that, I guess, but... Uh, this is Jesus. He just came off of these seven woes to the Pharisees, calling them hypocrites and stuff. And now he's going to be talking about the end of days. So here we go, huh? What do you think, man? I mean, I want to say exciting, but a lot of this is still a little bit confusing to me. So <laughs> I don't know how to feel. What sticks out to you from it all? Um, the first thing that stood out to me is um, how... Jesus is talking about when you're in these situations, the, the Holy Spirit's there and is going to give you the words to speak. Um, and he says it again in one of the other passages. He says, I'll, I will give you the words. I'll give you the wisdom um, that like when you're persecuted or when you're in these situations where, you know, people hate you, don't be afraid. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's funny because my tendency is to, if I'm in that situation, I'm going to feel anxious about mm-hmm. it. And even now, mm-hmm. like thinking like, yeah, if there's ever a time where I'm like facing persecution or something, I'm like, there's this anxiousness that comes because it's like, okay, what what do you do? Um, but it's cool because realizing that like the Lord gives you what you need in those moments. Yeah. And so fear is not something we're supposed to live in. And so it's cool because he's, he's warning the disciples of what's to come. And yeah. most of them end up dying in the end of persecution. Yeah, so. and I, I, we actually see this fulfilled as a kind of prophecy. I mean, I think it actually is a prophecy to his disciples yeah. and actually anybody who follows Christ throughout throughout the age, I guess. Um, but I think we see it really notably in Stephen. Stephen would not have been present as Jesus was delivering this. This is the Olivet Discourse, if you want fancy words for stuff. Um, Stephen would not have been present for this, but right. Stephen was like part of the first church. And what we see happen to him is that he basically stands before, this is an Acts, he stands before the the teacher of the law, the people of the community that would have been like the, the religious ruling class, yeah. and he delivers this incredible sermon that covers a lot of Old Testament history, it covers a lot of who Jesus is, and it's this like incredibly powerful word given to him by the Holy Spirit in the face of persecution and ultimately he's stoned to death while he's preaching. Right. And so there is this, this does happen. And I think that that gives like a decent picture of what's going on here. Um, you know, if, if you were the disciples that day following Jesus, I think this speech would have been a little bit of a downer. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, especially as they're, especially as they're concerned about like, who's going to be the best and who's going to be the greatest. And he's like, okay, here's what's going to happen. You're all gonna die, and everyone's gonna hate you. <laughs> well, even one, of, he's like, and your family, like, yeah. is gonna betray you. They're gonna betray like, you. They're gonna like, disown you. Shoot. Um, so this is a weird combination of prophecies of sorts. Um, it's very easy to look at this and be like, okay, so this is Jesus talking about the end times. Um, actually, what Jesus is talking about a lot is when the second temple falls in AD 70. Um, So he's talking to the disciples about very close history to them. Um, And he's, because he starts off by saying like, Hey, yeah, that temple, it's going to get completely torn down. And it does, it gets completely torn down. You you can't go to Israel today and see the temple because it's not there because it was torn down. Um, And he's talking a lot about kind of the Roman 
occupation, Roman persecution, um, and a lot of this stuff becomes very true in the lifetimes of the disciples. Right. Um, and this is that tricky thing. It's it's very tempting to look at this and be like, whoa, so this is what the end times will be yep. like. Um, but a lot of this stuff, actually, there's a, what is it, Matthew, Matthew 24, uh, 9 to about 15. It says, then you'll be arrested, you'll be persecuted, you'll be killed. You'll be hated all over the world because you're my followers. And you will, and many will turn away from me and betray and hate each other. And many false prophets will appear and deceive people. Sin will be rampant everywhere. And the love of many will grow cold. Like, this all happens in their lifetimes. Yeah. They get to, they see this, not, not they get to, but like they see this happen. Um, and the good news about the kingdom will be preached throughout the whole world so that the, all nations will hear it. Paul does a lot of this. Right. You know, like this is... This is the building of the church. And there is ultimately also some language in here about things we don't ultimately understand that seem to be like they will occur at some time right. when Jesus returns and claims his kingdom. Um, so it's it's this weird mix of prophetic <laughs> stuff. Well, and it's funny because at this point, up until, I mean, he just had the seven woes with yeah, the yeah. Pharisees. But up until this point, the disciples are going around. Um, there's big crowds. They're doing, they're seeing miracles happen. They're seeing all this stuff and they're like, this is awesome. We're a part of this. This is going to be great. Yeah. We're going to establish a kingdom here. Yeah. And Jesus is like, okay, but there's a cost. There's a cost and it's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not, I mean, I don't think it got real for them until they actually saw Jesus endure persecution to the cross. There's definitely a period of time where it, do, it doesn't click yeah. with them. And I, I do wonder if some of that has to do with them being indwelt by the Holy Spirit at Pentecost. Yeah. Um, if that just like reveals so much to them, that's like, Oh, because they all run away. Like right. when Jesus is saying that, like everyone will turn away, like they actually do turn away exactly. for a very short period of time. Um, and actually I was thinking about while we were reading this, this is, this is just me talking without actually doing any kind of research. Um, but when he's talking about signs of the sun, the moon, and the stars and like earthquakes happening and, and like the earth shaking, like all that actually happens. When right. he dies on the cross. Right. So I do wonder if some of that is like, oh, all that's going to happen in their sense about a week from today. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot. Um, because there there was some very wild supernatural stuff occurring all around the time of Jesus' death and resurrection. Um, anyway. Yeah. And I think even you mentioned the Holy Spirit. I think it's funny how, you know, we can we can read the word or we can read things in the Bible and we kind of forget it. And then the moment that we need it, we remember it because of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And so for them, they just kind of forgot it for a while. And yeah. all of a sudden, you know, maybe it was like, what, 40 days later, the Holy Spirit yeah, it wasn't comes. wasn't long. Yeah. And all of a sudden, Peter's saying, oh, this prophecy fulfilled this. Peter's this. like preaching fire from Joel. <laughs> and we're like, who is this guy? We're like, what? Are you the guy that ran away with the rooster <laughs> thing? So... Yeah, it's wild. And and the same power that's available to them is available to us today. Like, right. we have the Holy Spirit. We're indwelt by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit can speak on our behalf. Um, and so, when Jesus promises that when you're confronted by things, like, he'll give you the words. Right. Um, what's important is that we remain faithful and true, that we endure hardship. And actually, you know, in our day and age, in our culture, at least here specifically at Worship Center, there's not a lot of persecution that we have to endure. Yep. Um, but we can look forward to the fact that if that need arises or when that need arises or our brothers and sisters in Christ all over the world where that need is most certainly necessary. Exactly. Uh, we have faith in the Holy spirit to speak on our behalf. It's very cool. Yep. So anything else? Um, 
I think that was it for me. All right. That's it for me too. All right, guys. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Mark 13. As Jesus was leaving the temple that day, one of his disciples said, Teacher, look at these magnificent buildings. Look at the impressive stones in the walls. Jesus replied, Yes, look at these great buildings, but they will be completely demolished. Not one stone will be left on top of another. Later, Jesus sat on the Mount of Olives across from the valley of the temple. Peter, James, John, and Andrew came to him privately and asked him, Tell us, when will all this happen? What sign will show us that these things are about to be fulfilled? Jesus replied, Don't let anyone mislead you. For many will come in my name, claiming, I am the Messiah. They will deceive many, and you will hear of wars and threats of wars. But don't panic. Yes, these things must take place, but the end won't follow immediately. Nation will go to war against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be earthquakes in many parts of the world as well as famines. But this only is this is only the first of birth pains, with more to come. When these things begin to happen, watch out. You will be handed over to the local councils and beaten in the synagogues. You will stand trial before governors and kings because you are my followers. But this will be your opportunity to tell them about me. For the good news must first be preached to all nations. But when you are arrested and stand trial, don't worry in advance about what to say. Just say what God tells you at the time. For it is not you who will be speaking, but the Holy Spirit. A brother will betray his brother to death. A father will betray his own child. And children will rebel against their parents and cause them to be killed. And everyone will hate you because you are my followers. But the one who endures to the end will be saved. The day is coming when you will see the sacrilegious objects that causes desecration standing where he should not be. Reader, pay attention. Then those in Judea must flee to the hills. A person out on the deck of a roof must not go down to the house to pack. A person out in the field must not return even to get a coat. How terrible it will be for pregnant women and for nursing mothers in those days. And pray that your flight will not be in winter. For there will be greater anguish in those days than at any time since God created the world, and it will never be so great again. In fact, unless the Lord shortens that time of calamity, not a single person will survive. But for the sake of his chosen ones, he has shortened those days. Then if anyone tells you, look, here is the Messiah, or there he is, don't believe it. For false messiahs and false prophets will rise up and perform signs and wonders so as to deceive, if possible, even God's chosen ones. Watch out. I have warned you about this ahead of time. Matthew 24, 1. As Jesus was leaving the temple grounds, the disciples pointed out to him the various temple buildings. But he responded, Do you see all these buildings? I tell you the truth, they will be completely demolished. Not one stone will be left on top of another. Later, Jesus sat on the Mount of Olives. His disciples came to him privately and said, Tell us, when will all this happen? What sign will signal your return or the end of the world? Jesus told them, Don't let anyone mislead you, for many will come in my name, claiming I am the Messiah. They will deceive many, and you will hear of wars and threats of wars, but don't panic. Yes, these things will take place, but the end won't follow immediately. Nation will go to war against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be famines and earthquakes in many parts of the world, but all this is only the first of birth pains with more to come. Then you will be arrested, persecuted, and killed. You will be hated all over the world because you are my followers, and many will turn away from me and betray and hate each other, and many false prophets will appear and deceive many people. Sin will be rampant everywhere, and the love of many will grow cold, 
but the one who endures to the end will be saved, and the good news about the kingdom will be preached throughout the whole world so that all the nations will hear it, and then the end will come. The day is coming when you will see that Daniel the prophet spoke about, the sacrilegious object that causes desecration standing in the holy place. Reader, pay attention. Then those in Judea must flee to the hills. A person out on the deck of a roof must not go down to the house to pack. A person out in a field must not return even to get a coat. How terrible it will be for pregnant women and nursing mothers in those days. And pray that your flight will not be in the winter or on the Sabbath. For there will be greater anguish than at any time since the world began, and it will never be so great again. In fact, unless that time of calamity is shortened, not a single person will survive, but it will be shortened for the sake of God's chosen ones. Then if anyone tells you, look, here's the Messiah, or there he is, don't believe it. For false messiahs and false prophets will rise up and perform great signs and wonders so as to deceive, if possible, even God's chosen ones. See, I have warned you about all of this ahead of time. Luke 21. Some of his disciples began talking about the majestic stonework of the temple and the the memorial decorations on the walls. But Jesus said, the time is coming when all these things will be completely demolished. Not one stone will be left on top of another. Teacher, they asked, when will all of this happen? What sign will show us that these things are about to take place? He replied, don't let anyone mislead you, for many will come in my name, claiming I am the Messiah, and saying the time has come, but don't believe them. And then you hear of wars and insurrections, don't panic. Yes, these things must take place first, but the end won't follow immediately. Then he added, nation will go to war against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be great earthquakes and there will be famines and plagues in many lands. And there will be terrifying things and great miraculous signs from heaven. But before all this occurs, there will be a time of great persecution. You will be dragged into synagogues and prisons, and you will stand trial before kings and governors because you are my followers. But this will be your opportunity to tell them about me. So don't worry in advance about how to answer the charges against you, for I will give you the right words and such wisdom that none of your opponents will be able to reply or refute you. Even those closest to you, your parents, your brothers, relatives, and friends will betray you. They will even kill some of you, and everyone will hate you because you are my followers. But not a hair on your head will perish. By standing firm, you will win your souls. And when you see Jerusalem surrounded by armies, then you will know that the time of its destruction has arrived. Then those in Judea must flee to the hills. Those in Jerusalem must get out. And those out in the country should return, should not return to the city. For those will be the days of God's vengeance, and the prophetic words of the scriptures will be fulfilled. How terrible it will be for the pregnant women and nursing mothers in those days. For there will be disaster in the land and great anger against this people. They will be killed by the sword or sent away as captives to all the nations of the world, and Jerusalem will be trampled down by the Gentiles until the period of the Gentiles comes to an end. Mark thirteen twenty four. At that time, after the anguish of those days, the sun will be darkened, and the moon will give no light. The stars will fall from the sky, and the powers in the heavens will be shaken. Then everyone will see the Son of Man coming on clouds with great power and glory, and he will send out his angels to gather his chosen ones from all over the world, from the farthest ends of the earth and heaven. Now learn a lesson from the fig tree. When its branches bud and its leaves begin to sprout, you know that summer is near. In the same way, when you see all these things taking place, you can know that his return is very near, right at the door. I tell you the truth. This generation will not pass from the scene before all these things take place. Heaven and earth will disappear, but my words will never disappear. Matthew twenty four twenty six. 
So if someone tells you, look, the Messiah is out in the desert, don't bother to go and look. Or look, he's hiding there, don't believe it. For as lightning flashes in the east and shines out to the west, so it will be when the Son of Man comes. Just as the gathering of vultures shows there's a carcass nearby, so these signs indicate that the end is near. Immediately after the anguish of those days, the sun will be darkened, the moon will give no light, the stars will fall from the sky, and the powers of the heavens will be shaken. And then at last, the sign that the Son of Man is coming will appear in the heavens, and there will be deep mourning among the peoples of the earth. And they will see the Son of Man coming on clouds of heaven with power and great glory. And he will send out his angels with the mighty blast of the trumpet, and they will gather his chosen ones from all over the world, from the farthest ends of the earth and heaven. Now learn a lesson from the fig tree. When its branches bud and its leaves begin to sprout, you know that summer is near. In the same way, when you see all these things, you can know that his return is very near, right at the door. I tell you the truth, this generation will not pass from the scene until all things take place. Heaven and earth will disappear, but my words will never disappear. Luke twenty-one twenty-five, And there will be strange signs in the sun, moon, and stars. And here on earth the nations will be in turmoil, perplexed by the roaring seas and the strange tides. People will be terrified at what they see coming on the earth, for the powers in the heavens will be shaken. Then everyone will see the Son of Man coming on a cloud in the power and great glory. So when all these things begin to happen, stand and look up, for your salvation is near. Then he gave them this illustration. Notice the fig tree, or any other tree. When the leaves come out, you know without being told that summer is near. In the same way, when you see all these things taking place, you can know that the kingdom of God is near. I tell you the truth, this generation will not pass from the scene until all things have taken place. Heaven and earth will disappear, but my words will never disappear. Hey guys, this is Ryan, and I hope you are getting a lot out of God's whole story. Uh, It means a lot to us, even as we are reading through God's word every single day in the order that it happened. Um, If you want to go ahead and follow us, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at God's Whole Story Podcast. Uh, We would love it if you would share this thing with your friends or people that you know, or just share what's sticking out to you. Uh, You can either send us a DM, or you could actually email us at podcasts at worshipcenter.org. You can email us if you have any questions, if something stuck out to you, if you'd like us to pray for you. And if you want a Bible, if you don't have one right now, or if you want a copy of the one that we're using to go through God's whole story, we'd be happy to send that to you. So go ahead and reach out to us in any way that you'd like. We'd love to hear from you. Have a great day.